Test, test, one, two, three. Test, test, one, two, three. Hey, guys. Welcome to Brain Food. This is episode 26. Um, honestly, I feel like today is just going to be me talking about bullshit and my week, and then it'll probably just turn into whatever it's going to turn into, and then I'm going to slap a title onto it. Um, I don't know. I just feel like today was, like, my break day. Um, usually after school, I'll go to the gym and I'll go to Whole Foods Tuesdays, usually my Whole Foods day, but Easter's coming up, so my parents are gonna go to, like, Costco or something and buy a bunch of shit, so I won't need to. Um, but, uh, excuse me. Um, I feel like I haven't had that much of an eventful, like, week. Um... I've really just been doing a lot of schoolwork because we have break and we're going to be off, so we're just pounding in a bunch of tests. I've been, like, studying a lot. Um, sorry, I need to move my headphones. Uh, um, I don't know. I, 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 th- I thought maybe I was going to talk about films and then I thought I was going to talk about work ethic. Um, but then I just, like, sat down and I just kind of want to talk about whatever, honestly. Um, I just went to get frozen yogurt, vegan frozen yogurt with my sister um I got pomegranate um sorbet guys it's disgusting but pomegranate sorbet with flaxseed like ground flaxseeds with strawberries and crushed up peanuts um it's really good I love all those things like I like I like nutty things ew um but yeah I like like disgusting healthy things like that um (laughs) I've always have. I don't know why. Um, maybe I'll talk about veganism today. Honestly, that could, like... I could talk about food all day. So, and I feel like when I when I was a year vegan, like, I didn't really talk about it. That was in February, and it's almost May now. It's not almost May now. It's, like, April 12th. <laughs> but it's, like, we're, like, halfway through April now, and, like, that happened, like, a month and a half ago where I hit a year being vegan. Um, but around, like, last year, like, I, I honestly don't even talk about this because I've been trying to, like, um, heal, like, my body image issues and just the way that I've looked at myself in the past and the way I look at myself now and just around February of last year, like, I was 210, 215, close, like, close to 220 on some days and honestly, like, it might sound a lot, but, like, I am 6'4", but it was just the heaviest that I had ever been, and I was really struggling just with drugs, and, and then I would, when I wasn't doing drugs, I was eating all the time, and I was eating like shit, I was just not doing that well, like, I just had completely, like, my life and just health altogether was, like, going to shit, like, I, I wasn't doing sports because of COVID, I wasn't able to go to a gym because of covid i wasn't going outside and if i was going outside it was to like smoke or do whatever i was doing so i just like let my eating habits just completely do whatever they wanted and i just like lost control of honestly like whenever i would eat something and i think i've struggled with um eating problems in the past when i was in middle school i i had a pretty not severe, but I had at the time a pretty bad eating disorder where I would eat a lot and then I just wouldn't eat at all for an extended amount of time. And then I don't know, I've just, 
I, I haven't consistently struggled with food my whole life, but for little time chunks of my life, I have. But at that time, I didn't see it as a problem. And I, I think one day I just, I don't, I don't even know. Like to this day, I still don't know what, what clicked in my mind. I just think one day I looked at myself and I was like, holy fucking shit. Like I need to get my shit together. I think it was near my sister's birthday. I think it was like almost at the end of February and I just looked at myself in the mirror one day and I was like, and I never had really like had that happen to me since I was like 12 or 13 and I was 16. I was like, what the fuck am I looking at right now? Like, cause I, my whole life I've been super like lengthy. I've been super skinny. I'm super tall. So like, obviously I was just growing all the time. So my body would just weigh it like kind of balance itself out. And I never looked overweight ever and not that that's a bad thing it's just being an athlete it would have been not ideal and I don't know I had to follow a certain not a certain diet but I I had to be eating a lot of protein and just stay super lean because I was on track and I don't know I just looked at myself in the mirror one day and I just looked nothing like I had seen myself for my entire life and I was like what the fuck happened and I thought about it for a while. I, I've always been, like, on and off vegetarian. I would go, like, a couple of weeks or, like, a month vegetarian, and I'd go back. And I never could, like, commit to, like, an actual diet. So I was just like, let's just go with the most extreme one possible, and let's go vegan. Like, my dad's a meat wholesalesman. Like, my whole family's German and Italian. So it's, like, all we do is eat meat and and dairy and all that stuff. It's, like, my dad's job, basically. And I was like... I I need to switch something up in my life and if this is what it's going to be and maybe this will help me like change up my my schedule and do something good for my life like I guess we're gonna try it out and the next day I went complete vegan like it was hard at first like trying to figure out like what I liked but honestly after a while like it's just part of my life now like I don't have an issue with it I don't have it's not expensive at all. If anything, it's less expensive because I'm not buying meat and I'm not buying these mass-produced pr- products where they go up and down in prices because of whatever. And I don't know. It's just a part of who I am right now. Maybe in the future I won't be, but as of right now, I foresee myself staying plant-based for a long, long time. Um, I don't know. I just... I don't think, I think I've experienced trying a lot of things in my life. My parents, like, until I started being vegan, I think I have tried every form of meat and every form of, like, seafood and whatever because of my father's job and just recommendations and the restaurants my parents would take me to. Like, we were always trying new things. I think, I don't think I'm missing out on anything anymore. So, being vegan teaches me a lot of things I don't think I'm ever going to be able to run out of things to not try to make vegan and not try out new recipes and I don't know I just think it's become a big part of my routine and like honestly who I am not like who I am but a big part of what I do every day and it's just I love it um when I when I first started out like it was more of to lose weight at first because obviously if you go from eating a bunch of red meat and a bunch of like dairy and stuff and then you just don't like you're obviously just going to lose the weight because honestly 
I don't think red meat is very good for you, especially knowing what goes into it with with my dad. Like, just if you eat a lot of red meat, it's just packed with fat, as lean as it is. It's a super dense kind of meat. So if you eat a lot of it, like as much protein is in, like in it, it's really bad for just your blood sugar levels and like the amount of fat that's in it. It's really bad. And I think at at a certain extent, it's good for you. Like if you have it once a week, twice a week, that's fine. But if you're having it like four or five times, six times a week, like it's not good for you and for your health. Um, there's just too much fat in it. Um, but I, I stopped eating. I, I start, I've started with, I honestly, I don't think I've had dairy in the past two and a half years because I don't, I, the only thing I would eat have would have dairy in it would either be like cheese or in my coffee and that's a lie like I I don't think I've like drank a glass of milk or something like in a milk beverage in like two and a half years like I think I would have stuff with dairy in it but just like milk alone I haven't like drank something like that with coffee in like a very long time um I'm lactose intolerant to begin with, and I think I have IBS, so, like, every time I would eat dairy, I'd, like, shit my pants, so I just stopped eating dairy at first for, before I even went vegan, I would just try to stay away from dairy in general, and then I stopped eating eggs, and then I stopped eating meat, and then I just went vegan, um, but yeah, it is just a big part of my routine, and I, like, love it so much, like, like, if if you told me, like, when I was 15, I would be vegan, like, I'd laugh in your face, especially with, like, just my upbringing, like, I would be like, no the fuck I'm not, but honestly, like, if you don't make it pretentious, it's not, it's not, like, what a lot of people make it out to be, it's, I, I think mine is honestly half moral and half, half health, I, I'm vegan because, I I know that meat and eggs and it'll just make your cholesterol levels like fucking plummet not plummet that is the wrong word it'll just make them skyrocket and it's just like not good for your blood level and your blood sugar and it's just really bad for you um so that's like the health part of it like I know that I shouldn't be eating it and then the other half of it is like I love animals and I think it's better for our earth and just for everything in general, like, to not mass produce products like that, um, I, I know what kind of, how the industry works and I know how much we throw away and how much we just don't eat and I know that we literally produce as much, like, we produce twice the amount of food of the world's population and we only, like, there's still starving people and I know that by going vegan and eating things that are just, like, either locally grown or just organic in general, like, those things aren't mass-produced, and they don't have fucking pesticides in them, they're not, I try to stay as green and as raw as possible, and that's, like, the, the moral side of it for me. I'm not, like, that kind of vegan who's over the top with it, like, I don't care if you eat red meat, like, that, and just meat and eggs and everything in general, like, that's up to you, and, I respect whatever diet or however you eat. I, I honestly could not give less of a shit, but for me personally, it's just, that's how I think. 
Um, <coughs> and it's just as someone who just loves animals, like, not to say if you eat meat, you don't love animals. It's just, that's my opinion. There's no really other way to explain it other than that. It's just how I am. Um, but yeah, I just, and I, I go, and I, the one question that people always ask me is like, oh, how do you get your protein? How do you like nourish yourself? Like, I don't just <laughs> wake up every day and eat salads all day and eat fruit all day. Like, if anything, I'm, I eat more protein than a person who does eat meat and does eat, I guess, quote unquote, regularly as like a regular person. Like, I eat 120 grams of protein a day recommended serving size of protein like in grams is like 46 so I'm eating 124 to 124 five grams a day because I go to the gym as frequently as I do I try to just honestly take care of myself because I've spent my whole life not doing that so it feels great knowing that I take care of my body and I'm taking care of my health um I know I probably sound like a fucking prick right now, but it's just something that is a part of my routine and not everyone has to follow it, but it makes me feel good and that's honestly all I care about. I don't want to be following someone else's rules, just how you probably don't want to follow my routine. You could do whatever makes you happy. I don't care. Just do what makes you happy as long as you're staying healthy. Um, But yeah, like that leads right back to where I was a year and a half ago it was just I was just surrounding myself with with food that was you know honestly at the end of the day not making me feel good not making me feel good about myself and you start doing something consistently and honestly it's not even about the healthy part per se and just staying healthy just the consistent fact that I was vegan and just the consistency of that alone made me feel good and then knowing that it was good for me made me feel good And I think that was one of the first factors that kind of went into my sobriety of like, honestly, I went vegan and then three weeks to like a month later, I got sober and then I got sober and I stopped smoking weed. And then a month after that, I stopped two months after that, I stopped drinking and I stopped smoking cigarettes and I just stopped everything and like honestly the first thing I did was change my diet and went vegan and I like thank I like thank being vegan like honestly as stupid as that sounds like it was one of the first steps into my sobriety was a change and into consistency and I don't know I'm just very grateful for that and I think that's why I hold on to it and keep staying consistent with it and I'm not scared that that probably is going to change one day in the future I just I don't know, I like being consistent. Um, But yeah. I also wanted to talk about, like, my English project because... Oh, sorry, I need to move. Um, I thought my theme was worth talking about. Like, we're doing a um, a bibliography for, like, whatever, like, a rhetorical question and a rhetorical context of a question that we can make up. So, or statement, and I did the solitude that comes with independence, and then you're supposed to choose a bunch of, like, articles, podcasts, movies, whatever, so I did movies and a podcast, so the first one I did was The Social Network, 
and I was just talking about my dad and my mom with this about this and it was basically like you look at all some of the most successful entrepreneurs or just successful people in general like Jeff Bezos Mark Zuckerberg Elon Musk Bill Gates Steve Jobs and you either see they're married and then they get divorced they're not married at all don't have children broken relationships abusive relationships just relationships all together or just emotional connections like they've all I mean obviously everyone has broken relationships but (coughs) excuse me and you look at these people and they don't have anyone really around them except for their business or their whatever business that they have basically or their workers and I thought about that and it and it's basically like you look at the movie The Social Network which is about Mark Zuckerberg when he was younger when he was in Harvard and how he created Facebook and just this big empire that he basically built all by himself in his college dorm room with his best friend and you watch the movie and the opening scene is like my favorite part of like the entire movie of like him and his girlfriend in a bar sitting across from each other basically just like she's trying to talk to him about just her life and just and just trying to talk to him in general and he is just spitting back like trying to intellectualize his arrogance basically of like he's just being a dick basically and like trying to portray that he's smarter than her in a way and that I don't know he made fun of her college education just his social cues are just all fucked up and he's just obviously so brilliant and so intelligent and just a genius and he can't get close to someone because he's so arrogant and he doesn't honestly I don't think he realizes to the extent of how much of a dick he is he just sees other people as dumber than him and basically like common-minded people is everyone around him is you know dumb so why the why does he have to get close with the dumb people basically so in a way he isolates himself unintentionally and he builds this empire and he's so successful but he can't keep anyone close to him not even his best friend that he built this empire with he ends up basically stabbing him in the back cheating him out of millions and billions of dollars and all for his own personal benefit and like I said I don't think he even knew to the extent of how much he actually burned this guy and if he did well then he's a fucking asshole um but you see like these successful brilliant people and they can't get close to anyone either because of arrogance or their own ego getting in the way of seeing their flaws. And I know it doesn't hit head on with the solitude that comes with independence, but in a way, all of these people isolate themselves with the ideology in their head that they're being independent. Like, I don't need anyone to help me. I can survive on my own. But the question, the rhetorical question is, like, why? Like, why do you feel the need to not be helped? And why do you, why do you not want to be helped by other people? Why, 
why why don't you want other people to give you information and maybe try to work with you and why do you prefer not in like like a confrontational way of this question it's like it's just open for interpretation of like why do all these people why aren't all these people like close with anyone like emotionally connected and then I put that back on myself like not that I'm a brilliant and a genius but like I know I'm very successful in my personal life and I know I'm successful financially at the age that I am I know I'm successful with art and creativity and writing and I find myself wanting to be distinguished by people and I want recognition for all my hard work but I don't want all the relationships and interaction that comes with that because you think of fame and you think of famous people and they're constantly surrounded by people admiring them and constantly surrounded by people wanting to talk to them and wanting to be friends with them and but in a way I just I want to be recognized like that but not with all the social interaction that comes with it I I want to be admired for my work but not in the way of validation I just want to be I think respected and and then you try to put that back of like I think that's all those people want too for the same reasons that I want them but I don't know it's just hard to explain it's just I know what it is I just can't put a name on it and like that's what my my writing is about and my project is about just in general of like I don't know I just I want to be recognized for my hard work and I want to be validated for it but at the same time I don't want all the people and relationships and questions that come with it I just want to be cat and I want to be distinguished as cat I want to be known as cat but at the same time I don't want all the people that come with it I just want to live my life the same as as I am right now but also be known for all, for all the things that I do for people and all the things that I do for myself and just my art and creativity in general I I don't know I want to be successful but I just don't want the social interaction that comes with it and I really hope that that changes um maybe I don't I don't know I don't I don't want to write the future for myself not knowing what it holds but my second my second um what the fuck is it called my second um source was going to be um goodwill hunting which is hands down like honestly probably one of my favorite movies of all time um and it's been one of my favorite movies for a long time and I think I just connect with the main character Will so much uh, and I don't know why um I think I know why but like I don't know why it's, it's stuck with me so well maybe because of how similar we are as people but it basically follows Will hunting the main character he lives in South Boston and he works at Harvard um as a janitor and there's just, it's, it's just like there's this chalkboard in the hallway and then it's just, he always passes it and he sees the equations on there that, you know, the students have to solve for points or whatever. And 
he's obviously a genius. Like, it's brought further in later in the movie that he is just, his IQ is insanely high and that he's, with with mathematics, he's, like, brilliant and a genius and very smart and just an intellectual, like, just insanely smart. But he never went to college. He's, I think he's 20 when it, when it takes place. And he just never went to college. He grew up on the South side of Boston where, (coughs) excuse me, he's just in and out of foster homes and had just abusive relationships with all these foster parents, whether it was like physical, emotional abuse. And as soon as he got out, he just never left Boston because it was all he knew basically. And he was like, I forgot to mention he was an orphan and then he was in and out of foster homes and like we follow him and in throughout the movie and he's constantly in trouble with the law and he's just like battery just assault like just because beating people up or beating people up in bars and just getting into physical altercations like with violence and everything and he's I don't know he's just hasn't got everything all together yet and this teacher puts up in Harvard this teacher puts up a um like they say in the movie it's like the hardest equation that even mathematicians now can't solve and they put it up on the board and they said if a student student solves this right they like win something or whatever (coughs) oh my god it was sorry guys and um he is in Will is in the hallway just doing his job like with the janitor and he solves the equation on the board and one of the professors see it and they see his face and they find out who it is but they just don't do anything about it yet and Will ends up getting up getting in a fight and he gets charged with assault and battery and they're like okay like your record is really horrible and like, we're gonna give you an option. Like, either you go to jail for a really long time because of how much your charges have added up, or you can go to school at Harvard and go to a therapist every week. Like, there's no in-between. And he, like, takes, obviously, the the Harvard one, and he every therapist that he sees, he, like, basically fucks with them and, like, doesn't take it seriously because in his head he doesn't have a problem and he thinks he doesn't have a problem and he avoids the problem. But he's just excelling in math, but he can't get down pat his psychological issues and just the way he interacts with people, that why he always wants to get into fights and he can't get close with anyone. And Robin Williams, the guy who plays, like, the main therapist is basically, like, I was the same kid that you were, and I see a lot of myself in you, and you can, like, play up this act of being smart and and knowing everything and being book smart, but, like, you know nothing about real life because you've rejected every experience that you've been offered because you're scared that it's going to reject you. He's like, that's why you haven't moved out of Boston, that's why you've you're not in a long time in a long term relationship or serious relationship. This is why you just can't get close to people in general. This is why you're so angry all the time. It's just like you push people away before they get the chance to hurt you. And like the the movie is just fantastic. Like it's so great and just like the theme of all of it. It's like 
it, it just ties back into like my whole theme of what I'm doing this on is like he sees the world as someone who wants to hurt him because the world has hurt him so badly and that's all he knows that's that's all he knows this world as is something that's trying to hurt him that he doesn't know all the great things in in life so he's isolated himself and built a wall around himself basically so no one can hurt him so he hasn't experienced anything ever and anything real um so it's like the solitude that comes with independence he's made himself independent because he can't depend on anyone. He can't trust anyone. He can't put his trust in anyone else because he's scared that it's going to hurt him. And, like, whether he knows that or not, like, it's just a coping mechanism, basically, of, like, I'm going to hurt you or I'm going to leave you before you can leave me. And he just is in solitude, basically, all the time. Unless it's with, like, his his friends at the bar or, like, his friends, his childhood friends. And, like, he just completely excludes himself from any experience because he doesn't know he has these unknown feelings of what's going to happen to him if he lets himself feel something like that's real and I don't know I just think that's the case with most brilliant people and most successful people of like they'd rather be alone because they don't want to put their put their success or put their emotional stability into jeopardy because they're scared of what's or what people's intentions are and like I want to know what that feeling is of like I know why I'm scared I just I want to know how to take that extra step of like trusting someone and I think I've tried to multiple times but I think I've sugarcoated it a lot of like well, I trust you, and I say that I trust them, but I don't. And I honestly, like, truthfully, I don't think I've ever put my 100% trust into anyone ever. And I said that last episode. And that still stands true now, and I don't think... I think I've conquered so much in my life so far. I've I've conquered sobriety. I've conquered most of my, like, just psychological issues that I've dealt with the past I've conquered them and I've moved past them and I'm growing from them and I'm evolving from them and I'm just doing like honestly so great right now but I can't seem to put a dot on a relationship and try to trust someone and try to I don't know just I've never been in a relationship where I'm just cat. Maybe that's something I need to deal with. Maybe, honestly, it's not even the other person's fault. I just can't be in the same vicinity as another person and trust them. And and just be myself and I, I and I can't, like, have a conversation with someone without knowing that they see me from for someone that I've been in my past or maybe they feel the same way about how I feel about them that I don't trust them I just have never had a relationship where it's just effortless and easy and I think that's sad in a lot of ways but 
I think that because I'm aware of it, I'll know when it's real. Because I've always lived, especially with relationships, in fear and thinking that someone's going to hurt me. And honestly, they always end up doing that. But honestly, not as badly as I thought it was going to be. And I've realized about myself that I've been independent since... Like honestly since I was born like I have a loving family and I honestly like even then I don't think it's effortless with my with my own parents I th- I feel like I'm always tiptoeing around like and I th- it's me that's the problem it's not anyone else but me and like that's what my whole project is about like it's it's so easy like all these people in all these films what they have in common is like it's easy to think that the world around you hates you and is trying to hurt you because that's all you know. And it, and it's harder to acknowledge our own flaws and it's really out of the way to acknowledge what's wrong with us. And it's a lot easier to blame it on someone else or not even to blame, just to nitpick everyone around you and think that everyone around you is stupid or dumb or, or hurtful. And honestly, I don't, I don't have that extreme outlook on life, but I just haven't met someone yet where I'm just effortly myself and they either don't hate it or dislike it. And I don't know. I just feel like I've lived my whole life never truly knowing another person because I'm scared of what is going to happen because it may be good. And honestly, like, and this, the, the saying of I'm scared of it may be good. It's like, what if it's good? And it's really good. And I actually really like this person and they're perfect for me. And I end up hurting them or they end up hurting me. And that's going to hurt a lot less if I don't let myself get close to them. Like if, if I don't let myself get close to them, it's going to hurt a lot less than if it was good. And I don't think I've ever let a relationship actually get to the point where I'm actually 100% happy and 100% truthful and, and I trust them because I know that's going to hurt like a like so fucking bad if something goes wrong. And it's not going to hurt at all if I just think of this person as, well, you know, I'm just going to end up leaving them anyway or they're going to end up leaving me. Like, so I just rather not get involved. And I think that's something I'm I'm recognizing about myself that I've done for my whole life. And honestly, it's not unfixable, but it's going to be a big obstacle that I need to get past, obviously. Um, but yeah, um, that's what, like, basically my project was about of, like, independence comes with a lot of alone time. How extreme do you want to take that alone time, like? How how much alone time is too much to the point of you don't see anyone and you don't let yourself get close to anyone because of how independent you are. And not that I think that about myself, but I see characteristics of that in myself. Not fully, but just a, a lot of characteristics. And it's not something I'm scared of or I'm feel feel fearful of, but it is something that I don't want to happen. And I don't think it will. I just 
it's just a new project that I'm going to start on is trying to be more open with my relationships and try to let my guard down a little bit. Not fully, but try to. Um, but yeah, how much time are we at? It's 9.16. Okay, we are at 36. What? Sorry, that was really loud. Um, honestly, I, <coughs> I feel like I talk about independence a lot and alone time a lot, but it's something that I'm going through right now at this moment and I don't know what else I could talk about. Like, I could talk about a million things and I talked about film, I talked about veganism in this, like I talked about a million, million things, but it's just something that's happening in my life right now. And I think that's interesting enough to talk about because it's something that is happening to me. And I'm sure it's happening to a lot of people too. Um, but yeah, I think today was honestly really eventful and successful. Um, yeah. Um, I appreciate everyone who listens. Always. I always say that every single episode because I do appreciate the time that you take out of your day to listen to what I have to talk about. Um, follow Brain Food Podcast on Instagram and Facebook where I will be posting questions. Um, usually Monday or Tuesdays, like the day of I, I film or the day before I film so I can have some, you know, like a backup plan just in case something doesn't go the way it does. Um, but yeah, I'll be posting questions, whatever on there. Um, DM me or text me any questions. I think next week I'm going to do a Q&A, um, a Q&A uh, episode. Maybe I'll do film next week. Maybe I'll talk about like some of my favorite films, but yeah. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you next week. Bye.